right, guys, welcome back to another episode of AEW Dynamite with the AEW Dudes. This is the June 10th episode. Ryan, how is it going? It's going pretty good. Going pretty good. How's it going with you? It's all right. It's all right. It's late here. It's late. It's almost midnight. But anyways. I know. Uh, I know. We're, we're struggling right now. <laughs> before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder that Ryan does do his tolly talk, as he likes to call it. Um, he does that on Sunday, usually. He should do it Saturday, but sometimes he gets in I'm front getting, of himself. I'm getting there. He trips over his own feet on his way to the microphone. But anyways, check that out. That gives you a little bit of news and rumors for the week of, uh, for all of AEW. So what did you think of the show first and foremost? It was a, it was a decent show. Um, um, nothing really, you know, crazy, crazy stood out, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent show. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was solid. It wasn't amazing. Wasn't, um, definitely wasn't bad in any way it was the, just a solid i would say like a b a b what would you give for yeah. a grade <laughs> if uh if i had to give it a grade yeah i think yeah I'd b probably minus give it a b. b b minus b somewhere in the b yeah because i mean c is it was definitely better than a c show especially with ftr's debut so yeah um i think i think they're just trying to not overpack the shows necessarily just because obviously they have the two live um fighter fest uh, you know the live and then the taping coming up back to back so yeah. i think they're just uh yeah but i think you cruising know, you think they're on cruise control um not so i mean but like no the they're not on cruise control tolly <laughs> let's get into the show and speaking of ftr you ftr started off with the actually before we even talk about ftr actually i want to make a i noticed this and and you noticed it as well justin roberts finally He's made back. his way back to aew for announcing, uh, you know, the card, the card. Obviously, he's the announcer. He, I missed him big time. I mean, the, I don't, I can't remember the the woman's name. She's good, but she, to me, honestly, she sounds like every other female um, announcer. <laughs> yeah, the, it's she sounds like she's from WWE, like that. that yeah, kind of sounds like Lillian. I think I feel like everybody. It's like Lillian Garcia's style that everybody, you know, all those people bite. Yeah, basically, they all they all sound like Lillian Garcia, which. It's cool, you know, it's cool if you're Lillian Garcia, but yeah, I don't know, like Justin Roberts, obviously no one sounds like him. He is in a league of his own, which he yeah, did he's so awesome. great. He's the best I don't right know, now. Quick side note, I don't know if you saw, but he actually had like a like a uh, kind of a thank you post on Instagram to AEW. I'm not sure oh, what he, you know, yeah, I'm not sure what he's been going through, but and he didn't really obviously elaborate, but he kind of just said, you know, thank you to AEW for giving me the time. You know, it's good to be back, basically, is what he said. So Interesting. I yeah. I wonder where a, he went. Yeah. I mean, I know he has issues with anxiety. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe just with everything that was going on, if he just needed to sit, you know, sit out a, a few few months. But either way, it seems like he kind of – I don't think he was necessarily taking a jab at WWE, but I think he was just basically pointing out how great of a company AEW is and how they, you know, welcomed him back with open arms with no, you know. So that's good. For sure, for sure. So, anyways, they'll start it off. They started off with Butcher and Blade, Butcher and the Blade versus FTR, also known as F the Revival or whatever you want to call them. They they don't want to say what they talked about. They, they don't want to call themselves anything so far. Like the T-shirt, F the Rest, right? Yes, F the Rest. So that was a a very very this match I think set the tone for the show where it was a solid match. You know, it was interesting. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. What'd you think? I really liked this match. Yeah. I, 
right away it just felt different than the than their previous matches um meaning ftr you know they just they already seem like they are having more fun and you i can just see it in their match um i think that they're happy to be where they are and they're just going to put on phenomenal matches with all of the tag teams in that division but yeah it was a great match um i really like butcher and blade they're kind of they just both those teams are kind of old school but butcher and blade i feel like it's just an old school tag team and they they we haven't seen a lot of them you know until recently which i'm glad that we're seeing more of them but yeah i hope to see more and more of them on dynamite because i think they're a good team so I, I really like that FTR comes out in the truck, that old school. Yeah. I think it's an old, it's an old yeah. truck. Yeah. That's like, oh, it's yeah. different. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's different. And um, they, they're just a tight tag team. I, I honestly, like I, they're not going to be like, they're not to me. I mean, they're really solid. They wrestle really well. I don't think they're going to be like. You don't see them as like champions, right? No, I totally see them as champions. I don't oh. see. I just don't. They're not going to be like top. They're not going to be a huge draw. Draw on the show. I don't think. I don't think people are going to be like, "Oh, I'm buying the pay per view because of FDR, FTR, FTR." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> I just don't think. I mean, again, they're a really, really good tag team. I just don't think they're. They're they're they're. I don't think they'll be as big as um, uh, Matt and, and and Nick. You know, what yeah, do you think? No. Do you think they will? Um, they're just not as I flashy. Think... Like they're not as. And I th- I think that's what's gonna. Even though they're different, they're like they are an old school type tag team. They're just not as flashy and high. Um, yeah, high they're, high tactics, high high flying moves. They don't. They just don't do that's that. That's true. There's yeah, their style's more you know old, like kind of rough rough style. So they don't. They're not going to do. They're not what do you call them? Quote unquote spot monkeys. Yeah, they're not going to be doing moon salts and flips and. And I don't think there's more. a that. I think that's what they, that's what they want. They don't want to be like that, and that makes them different. I like tag teams yeah. that try to be different. I just yeah. think that in today's age of what people expect a wrestler to be. Yeah. I think they want them to be more like Matt and Nick, you know? Um, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. They, the young bucks are more of the kind of hipper, cooler tag team. Um, I was still shocked that they got booed uh, at what, what was that? What was that pay-per-view they got booed at? Was it revolution with their uh, match? with them? I think just people maybe loved Omega and hangman so much, but I was just shocked. They were getting booed out of the building that night, but, Anyway, they um, I think this is interesting because both of these teams are kind of playing the face role. And I I was I was wondering, I'm like, hmm. So it it almost seems like there might be a heel turn here. And we would think think maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they just have a face versus face match. I think if any team goes heel, it's going to be FTR. FTR. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely make more sense because they're definitely probably would be more natural heels um but i don't know man yeah that was that was a little bit weird out of left field when when the bucks got booed like that so maybe i don't know if and that was one of the last times there was fans in you know in the arena so i don't know i mean i'm i'm sure once the fans are back they'll miss the young bucks so they'll be cheering them again but um, well, talk about yeah. the talk about the winner real quick of the ftr butcher and blade match yes so um 
It was FTR, right? <laughs> yeah, F- yeah. Sorry, yes, F- yes. F- <laughs> FTR ended up winning the match. Yeah. Um, and which and is then, expected. They should win the match. They're brand new. Yeah, they're for their trying debut, to build yeah, them up. For their, for their debut. I, maybe, I, I mean, I guess I didn't really, you wouldn't want to see them fight like, you know, two jobbers. But I, like I said, I like Butcher and Blades, so it kind of stinks that their first win had to be against them. But, um, you know, whatever. They're they're probably not going to be one of those tag teams that's going to be getting a lot of wins, I have a feeling. Um, but, yeah, and then, and then uh, you, what did you think of, the, obviously, the Bucks coming out? And this is why I thought there might possibly be a heel turn, just because it, I don't know, it just seems so cheesy, the whole – we came out to say thanks and <laughs> and we really appreciate, you know, all that you're doing. And, you know, I don't know. It just <laughs> sets them up. I mean, it sets them up to be the good guys and then FTR to be like, screw you. You know, we'll do it. Yeah. We're going to do what we want. And that's probably what's going to happen. I would. That's what I fully expect. And that's from interviews I've seen FTR doing in, in the in the in the past recently that they've kind of said they want to be bad guys. So I it goes hand in hand with that. They're probably going to be the bad guys on that. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that definitely naturally would be the the smart move. I think they would actually be a really good heel tag team. Obviously, they. I agree with you. They're probably not going to be at the top of the card, but they will be a solid mid card addition for sure. Next was the woman women's match, and um, that was an amazing match. You had uh, Penelope Ford. You had Chris Statlander. What was I? I you didn't write it yeah, down. Yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry. So it was. It was a. Yeah, it was a tag match. It was Chris Statlander and Cheetah versus Nyla Rose and uh, Penelope Ford. Dude, so, that match was. I yes. I think that I want to say that from for AEW anyway. That might have been my favorite women's match thus far. It was a spot fest. It was fun. Especially was, for Dynamite, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was really, really – I really liked that match. I, I liked um, uh, Penelope Ford had – I think it was Penelope Ford had a – was she the one that had a big – she jumped from – I can't remember. I, I thought I wrote it down. I didn't write it down. What, I think it was Penelope uh, Ford oh, did a big move. Yeah, running from the um, – I, I think it was Ford. Yeah, I think you were right. I think she – But yeah. anyways, it was a really, really fun match. And, uh, there were a couple botched spots, but overall, I agree with you. I mean, it was the the all these all four of these girls have been working together a lot recently, and I think their chemistry is obviously showing because they, uh, yeah, I agree with you. The, this match was probably the best one that any all four of these women have put on so far, um, if not in the entire division. The whole time it's been AW, yeah, it was, yeah, and Penelope Ford and and uh, was it Chris? Statlander. No, um, and uh, and, and Nyla Rose. I'm oh, sorry, I can't and Rose. No, no, yeah, it's yeah. So Nyla, yeah, Nyla Rose and and Penelope Ford end up getting the win. Yeah, which yeah. I'm you know I'm okay with that. Yeah, it was a good match, and Sheeta's been you know obviously getting most of the wins. So I think it was good for, and it's been building up Penelope Ford. I think she is a great heel, and it's it sets her up for possibly a uh, a title match in the near future. So I think that's good um, for the division. So yeah. Uh, so then Allie uh, showed up wearing the Nightmare Family jacket. Which yeah. Said- what do you think about this? This is interesting. So first of all, I haven't seen her really with Butcher and Blade recently. So I don't know if. Obviously, they're trying to paint some kind of, you know, flirtation angle. Yeah, flirtation angle here with QT Marshall. But is it like, is she setting up for possibly Butcher and Blade, like attacking the Nightmare family? Or is she trying to get 
QT and Dustin to turn on each other. It's, you know, I mean, there's, I guess there's a whole bunch of different routes they could go. I but. don't know. That, to be honest, it doesn't super interest me in that, that, that whole yeah. dynamic. I, I'm, I, I know you said I you're a fan of the Butcher and Blade. I'm actually not so much. Um, yeah, you know, you think they're it's weird. I really feel like the <laughs> yeah, tag teams okay. are like either like awesome or like to me a little bit boring. I, I, I there's a lot of there's not a lot of tag teams that I think are like kind of in the middle of the road in terms of interest level. What about you? What did you think about it? You thought it was just interesting or? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to their to the um, to their match this upcoming week against Omega. And are you aware? I actually was not aware of this until I heard the announcers say it. I believe last week, but or a couple weeks ago, but the nightmare family, I believe is undefeated in tag team this, like this really? year. Yeah. So I like since, Jan- since January, I don't oh, think okay. they've lost a tag team match. What are they? Two so that, now? So, so, <laughs> <laughs> right. In the, in the quarantine, two and quarantine. Yeah. It, um, but yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah. I think that should be a really good match. I like the nightmare family as a tag team. I don't think, I think Dustin Rhodes is perfect to kind of pair with QT Marshall because QT Marshall to me is not super interesting by himself, but when you pair him with Dustin and Brandy, that's a pretty, you know, I like that pairing and obviously they're, they're probably not going to win the titles, but that should be a good match. Dustin puts on, you know, quality performances. So um, yeah, the tag team division is obviously probably the best it's been since it's in since the company's inception, but yeah, it's probably only going to get better from, from here. So the show then cut to a, a, a little promo for Darby Allen, who was trying to hit a big, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what any <laughs> skate movies are called, but he was basically yeah. like jumping from a platform with his skateboard in his hand and he was trying to land on it and he kept falling. He shouldn't fall yeah, maybe about you, 10 what? times. And then he ended up hitting it and then he high five Tony Hawk, which is cool. Tony Hawk's the most popular. If you don't know who Tony Hawk is, He's the most popular skater ever in the history of skating, um, video games, Santiago. TV. I mean, not TVs, uh, clothing, everything. He's he's done everything. Um, so that was cool. I thought that was a that's a, and I know I just listened to his uh, uh, Darby Allen's uh, interview on AEW's uh, official podcast, and he talked about Tony Hawk. So it didn't surprise me that he was on there because I know they're quote unquote friends, or they at least know each other. Um, but I thought that was a cool little get to have Tony Hawk on the show. Those uh, those spots look pretty painful. What'd you think, man? <laughs> I would have felt once. And I mean, I know he's like, I think he's like, I think he might be twenty five or so. Maybe he's thirty. Yeah. Nice thing he's twenty five. They, they were nasty bumps though, and he was like not wearing a shirt. And I was like, oh man. It's like, funny. He yeah. said he's never been hurt. He's only been he's skating. I think he's only broke like his wrist or something. He's never broke his ankle. I don't know, maybe he broke his ankle. I can't. He he's only broken like one bone. He's, he's broken he more have, bones uh, wrestling than skating. You must have just learned how to fall really well at a young age. Or Man, or it looks so painful. Did you notice that the one time he nailed it, though? So all the times that he missed it, he was not wearing, like, you know, his getup, like his Yeah, his yeah, and then he, when he was wearing then, his jacket, yeah. he hit So it. clearly, clearly they, like, you know, made sure that he nailed it, you know, when he was wearing that or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. It was a... It was. I, I agree with you. That was a cool bit, especially to. I mean, Tony Hawk is a big deal, so it's it's cool that AW is. It seems like every week they're kind of finding, you know, these huge stars to to have cameos on the show, which is, you know, that's and that's. Uh, it was fun. I, I, you know, I haven't seen Tony Hawk in a few years, so it was kind of good to see him. And um, yeah. So yeah, you 
the next your notes, Tolly. I have to commend you on your notes. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Another great role model promo. She doesn't even need to wrestle. She's so good. <laughs> Where's your pronouns, who, buddy? Pronouns. It, that's 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 the Jeopardy question. Holy crap! Who is the who is this wrestler? <laughs> Um, this, I, was, I was talking about the Britt oh, Baker God. promo. I thought she, you were, but yeah, yeah she. <laughs> sorry, I meant to add more to that. I guess I did. Uh, I guess I forgot. Um, oh my God! But yeah, it um, it was it was a short little segment, but it was it was I like. She's she she's up. just what I yeah what I meant by the she doesn't even need to wrestle is that her 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 promos her heel promos are so good that she just seems like. She seems like Bobby Heenan where it's like she doesn't need to wrestle. She can just do a great heel promo and it's just as good, you know? Yeah. So I, the fact that she's injured, I guarantee we, we probably won't even, I mean, she, obviously all out, she'll be back at all out, which is, you know, not that far away. But um, yeah, these promos kind of help, you know, the fact that she's not able to wrestle and you kind of forget about that. Um, but yeah, she, the, I think that, you know, the whole role model thing is great. She, she is just uh yeah she's a great talent and she's she's not unfortunately i'm not trying to rip her here i don't think she's necessarily great great in the ring but she's not bad and i think she's only going to get better and obviously her promos are great so that's going to take her really far so next level next up we have the six-man tag team match uh between the best friends and inner circle once you so basically the winner of that match ended up being uh, best friends. Uh, Orange Cassidy got the pin, and which was kind of surprising. I was actually surprised they won, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. It seems like the inner the inner circle has taken a lot of losses recently. I mean, obviously, even Jericho has taken you know a few big losses. Not not on dynamite, but you know his last you know losing the title and whatnot. Just seems like they're kind of they've kind of been like the even though they're supposed to be the badass stable. And they always end up beating people down gang style at the at the end of matches. Yeah. They they just they take a lot of losses. And I'm like, man, how do you book them to lose so much when they're supposed to be such a dominant stable, you know? Especially yeah. Hager. Like Yeah, he should never lose, basically. You're right. Yeah. And I think I think they obviously are doing a good job of booking Hager to be this dominant, you know, MMA guy, kind of like Lesnar. But even him, I don't know. He kind of lost clean to Moxley. I think they could have maybe booked that a little bit differently to make Hager look a little stronger. I mean, yeah, he did take take his finisher on a chair, but I don't know. Um, One thing I was surprised by, and I know we spoke about this off offline, is that Jericho came down later that um, after I believe after the match was over with his bat Floyd. But even before all that, he basically did commentary for the first whatever what that was three or four segments matches whatever you want yeah. to call it yeah i don't know and they didn't really say at least if they did i didn't hear it i don't understand why he was there i know he's he had done commentary recently during the quarantine when when they with it with shorter announcers when they were short announcers but other than that i don't i don't understand why he was there did you catch why he was there i di- i did not i was listening um trying to catch the announcers to say, you know, if he was there, you know, for a special reason, I honestly think it's just because he, he was very popular among the fans and AW, you know, they're really good about, you know, listening to what fans like, obviously. So who knows, maybe they just, you know, they saw on social media that he was getting all these rave reviews. And so um, they just decided to give him another chance at it. 
I, I know that he showed some interest in when he eventually hangs up his boots in maybe doing commentary. So maybe they're just trying to get him some more practice so that eventually down the road when he, you know, does that role on a more consistent basis, he'll have more, uh, the other, you know, the other experience. Yeah, you're probably right. But the other thing I wanted to mention too is the 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 his bat name being Floyd. I actually think they're going to end up changing that because it's so close to, to the George guy, Floyd. Yeah, the guy that just got murdered. I thought by the yeah, police. I thought that too. Yeah, right when they said I, it, I I did I I guess I for I don't pay attention enough to his bat's name. And then JR Jim Ross even said something about it. He was like he made a joke, but he about like an old rest. I didn't even know what he was talking about. He said, oh, it's like Lloyd Flemings or something like that. I forget what he said. <laughs> and, like, I know he did that because he knows, obviously, what's going on in the world right now. And I think I, – I really think they're going to call it something else. He'll, he'll either completely not use the bat anymore or they're going to give it a completely different name, I would guess. Yeah. I wonder if that was always, like, the name – it's supposed to be the name. Like, that, I don't know. That just seems a little – that's very weird that that would be the name. Like, of all, of all na- names that it could be – it's just a very strong coincidence that, you know, that it's named Floyd. But, um, yeah, I agree with you that it, they probably should change it. It just, to, I don't know. There's, they're going to yeah. change it. I mean, Anyways, I don't know how many, I don't know how many people are really upset about it, but yeah, they should probably change it. You know, there's no reason to have it really. So, right. Uh, the MJF interview was next and he was he was out there with with Billy Gunn. He ended up calling Billy Gunn, and so was Billy Gunn's sons and, yeah, Ward, and Wardlow. Billy Billy uh, MJF ended up calling Billy Gunn's sons talentless. Um, I, I was it was super funny. And then uh, Billy Gunn grabs him, grabs MJF, and MJF says Wardlow. And then Wardlow basically gets in front of him. So it seems like that's <laughs> probably going to be like their next little feud. I don't expect Billy Gunn and his sons to go over on MJF and Wardlow. I would highly doubt it. Uh, but overall, it was, a, it was a, a nice segment. It was funny. Yeah, that that might be an entertaining little feud between you know between those uh, individuals. And then we had the Sammy Guevara versus Colt Cabana match. That was a very yeah. fun match. Very short for the most part. I mean, especially if you take out the little segment for the commercial. I mean, they they I believe they did show picture in picture. I, I ended up skipping it. I'll be honest with you. I watched it on DVR. The, I, I skipped the, the the commercial part. I always skip the commercials, but that was a yeah, fun match to watch. to watch. Yeah, um, Sammy had a really cool move or big flip. I believe he jumped out of the ring, did a big flip onto um, onto uh, Colt Cabana, but and he ended up taking the uh, one two three in there. Which so it was nice to see Sammy Guevara finally get a win. I know he's won some matches, but he needs to win more consistently to build him up. He's amazing. He's potentially a top. Not right now, he's not, but he, potentially he's going to be a top three wrestler for whichever company he ends up working his full career with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He he's obviously special. Like that. There's not there's not a whole lot of people in the business that are as good, you know, as he is. But, um, yeah. I I yeah. I thought this was good. Um, what did you think about um? I mean, what are your thoughts on them teasing, you know, the whole Cole Cabana joining Dark Order? Yeah, I thought that was like, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't see, because he's a joker. He's a jokey wrestler. And for him to join such a a quote-unquote serious group, it doesn't make sense to me. I think they're just throwing that in there to kind of throw you a curveball because they probably will get and recruit more members. And it's just a way for them to show you that they are doing it. But hes I don't think he'll join. It doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah. Do you unless, think he's going to pull Unless he brings he's going to pull a swerve where he like joins and then turns on him or something. I don't think it would be a swerve because he's not big enough to to make that interesting in terms of character yeah. wise. I I could see them brainwashing him and him bringing a little bit of humor to the group. I know um Brody Lee does bring some humor like it, some it, it's humor that you would have to know about WWE. He throws a lot of Vince McMahon references in there. But yeah. I think maybe maybe to add some Hubert to the group, I, I highly doubt he's going to join. So next, why don't you talk to us next about the? Oh, so I maybe you might have not seen it because I know you're having some DVR issues. Joey Janela, little promo. Um, he was in the bar talking, and he ended up going in the car. And I'm I, I always forget people's names. It's the um, um, Sunny Kiss. Sunny right? Kiss. Yeah, it. they ended up going somewhere. Did you remember what they were fully saying? I I kind of. Uh, I glazed over that that section a little bit. Yeah, no, I I I know at the bar he was, you know, he was basically just sad that his career, you know, it seems like his career is already behind him, and that he, you know, and so oh, then yeah, right. Sunny, I don't know, from what it seemed like, Sunny Kiss just pulled up and he got in the car, and they, you know, it was the to be continued. So we have no idea like what they're doing, where they're. I going. liked it I though overall, like the segment. It was it was. You don't see a lot, especially nowadays, especially with with AEW is fairly new. You don't see a lot of segments like that where it's like really serious. It's real. It's in a bar. It's um, and then nighttime driving where it's not corny. I liked it. It felt different. It felt yeah. I, that's yeah. What they, I love, that's what I love about AEW is just how new and fresh. The show feels compared to anything else WWE has done lately. I mean, it's it, a I lot of it's stuff. I think they've gotten better with their with their production quality since since with the you know with the no fans. I don't know if they you know since they've been forced to do so. But yeah, I agree. The segments have just been so much better and and recently, very creative feels, and it feels like it's they're taking parts of what eight of WWE what they used to do. And WWE doesn't do stuff like that anymore, and like bringing that in, and then also bringing a fresher side to an X. But overall, it was it was a cool little segment. I enjoyed it. Um, then they had a uh, John Moxley interview. Um, you wrote you loved the dynamic between him and and Taz. Looking forward to their match. What do you think about that? What happened in that interview? Yeah, it was um, you know Moxley. Obviously, just all his interviews are intense, and um, him and Taz kind of you know looked like they were almost going to go to blows. They were, you know, face to face and, and out of nowhere cage comes running behind a semi truck and just hits Moxley from behind, knocks him down, starts kicking and, and attacking him. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this match. I obviously, I don't think Brian cage is probably going to win, unfortunately, but I do think it's, you know, I look forward to seeing this kind of dynamic because they, they obviously, are just completely different. You know, Brian Cage's style, he's just that big guy, but he's really athletic. And then you have Moxley, who's more of a brawler and almost like a hardcore wrestler. So it's, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that match. And then Taz just throws a completely different dynamic into the whole thing. And yeah, I I, I told you from the get-go that I really liked that pairing of him and, him and Cage. I think it just makes Cage look even more of a badass, the fact that Taz is, is with him. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, cool. That leads us think? into the the uh, main event where we had Cody versus Mark from uh, the private party uh, tag team. 
This was a, Mark Quinn. Yeah, Mark Quinn. Uh, you have a. It's it's really difficult to find, especially in AEW, to find a match where Cody is in and it's boring or it sucks or it's not that good. He yeah. just he's the best thing ever in terms of he's like. <laughs> And I said, I think I said it last week or the week before. He, if there's an MVP for this company, he's either number one or number two. If it's not Jericho, it's him. If if it's not him, it's Jericho. The, he, without him, I don't think this company would be where they are today. He's from everything. I feel like I feel like even though they have what what is it, uh, three vice, four vice presidents or whatever, whatever they end up calling themselves, executive vice presidents. I really yeah. feel like he's above the other guys in a lot of way, even though oh, they're all for sure. like just the way they talk, they almost put him on a pedestal. I think almost everybody does. So I feel like he's such a great asset for the company. He has great matches. This match was really fun. Uh, Cody ended up going over. Uh, it didn't seem like he struggled as much as inter- I, I actually thought Mark Quinn would, would give him more of a, a test. I was actually surprised yeah. he didn't. I mean, he did a little bit, but I thought it, I thought it made him look, like a star, honestly. And obviously that's a testament to Cody, but yeah, you know, I, th- I thought considering he was quote unquote injured with the ankle injury and he was, you know, supposed to be hobbled. I thought, I mean, some of his moves that four fifty um, onto the ramp, I thought was awesome. Um, you know, I don't know the fact that he's in a tag team and this was a solo match. I mean, I, th- I thought he did a pretty good job. I do agree with you though. I thought the match would be a little bit longer and I did think, um, that he would give him a little bit more of a fight. Um, but Cody, when Cody's aggressive, man, he you know, he's a, he'll show that streak and he'll get nasty. Yeah, it was still an overall good match. It was nice to see Cody get the win, and Cody's actually going to take on um, uh, uh, Jack Hager, Jake Hager, sorry, Jack Hager at the it was the pay per view, right? They said that he's going to take. Oh uh, yeah, so so that's interesting because I'm assuming that Cody's probably going to continue to um, defend the title every week. But yeah, they. You know, obviously, this is a much bigger match, so that's why they. I think they put it on Fighter Fest. Um, what do you think? Um, do you think? I'm assuming, right? Cody's Cody's probably going to go over in that match, but it'll probably be a pretty good match, right? I didn't. What is what is Hager's um, record going to be if he loses? Is he going to be 0 and 2? What is he 1 and 2? <laughs> I think he's. I think he's like two and two or something like. He's like five. It's funny because it doesn't make. I, I. But I can't imagine that Cody's gonna lose so quick. I think that Cody will hold on to this for a while. Um, yeah, I'm thinking that too. Like Hager will probably. They'll have these matches probably where like Hager will test him, and it'll look. You know, it'll it'll look like for a half a second like Hager's gonna you know pull it off, and then Cody will somehow you know pull out the win. But. I think yeah. I think if Cody wins, he's gonna escape with a win. Like he'll escape with a small package or. Somebody in his team's, uh, somebody in Jake Hager's team's going to get involved, and he's going to—they're going to hit him by accident, and then Cody will get oh. in that way. I don't think yeah. Cody's going to win clean, like real easily clean. Yeah, that's actually not a bad yeah, booking decision because at least that way it doesn't, you know, make Hager look weak. You know, because if if he takes a clean loss again to or takes another clean loss to Cody, I think it's going to start to. You know, hurt his reputation as this uh, monster, you know. Yeah. So, oh, the only thing I we actually forgot to mention was um, during the um, – after, after the Sammy Guevara-Colt Cabana match, Matt Hardy actually came out and yes. did, did his thing again where he went like – he went through his different personalities of Matt Hardy throughout the years. 
I like that. Yeah. I like when he does that. It's a, it's it feels fresh. Um, yeah, it's not the same delete, delete, delete thing he's been doing over the last few years, off and on. Um, so I, I wanted to mention that, and the reason I wanted to mention that is because I felt like, I felt like because we're going to talk about MVP of the show. I see who I see who you're going to say, but let me talk about who I thought. I actually thought it was Sammy Guevara. He picked up a win. He is working his way into a feud, a big feud with a legend wrestler, Matt Hardy. And it's only going to propel him further into the future. I fully expect Sammy to come out on top of that feud. And again, that'll further cement and propel him into um, maybe not main event status, but at least um, TNT title contendership. Who was your MVP and why? Um, I picked Hager because he looked so dominant in the six-man tag. And then also him coming out to close the show and challenge for the TNT title. Um, I think they're obviously still trying to book him as a big deal. I don't know. Well, I I like I like what you're saying. I, hopefully hopefully it's a good match at Fighter Fest. Um, I like that all the titles are on the line. But yeah, that would that I, I like your your choice though. I would have I should have thought of Sammy Guevara. That's that's a good. I like I like that pick. It's because you don't think, dude. You don't think. Ooh. You don't think. You need to think. I tell you that. I'm smart. I tell you that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap the show up? Um, I we got merch on pro wrestling tees. No, we don't. <laughs> not that I can think of. Just uh, I will have the uh, AEW news and rumors show out. As Greg said, hopefully this Saturday. If not, it'll definitely be out Sunday. If but not, it'll definitely be that. Monday night. <laughs> it'll be Monday afternoon. Oh my god! Anyways, um, it, was, it was good talking to you, and um, yeah, I, I'm glad you enjoyed the show. And uh, what do you have? Anything else you want to add? No, I just wanted to uh, thank uh, all three of you for listening. Which two of those are me and Ryan? <laughs> so really, whoever that other person listening to these shows, we want to thank you. Right? And if thank you are you listening, so yeah. and if you are listening, shoot us an email at aewdudes at gmail We do the show once a week. We try to do it right after the end of the episode. If not, it falls into better. the next. We're getting it, better at it. Exactly. Uh, if not, it falls into the next day. And then remember, we also our other episode that comes out the week is Ryan talking about the news and rumors for AEW. So thanks for watching or listening, whichever you end up doing, because we're on YouTube or your, your any podcast feed that you're on to search AEW Dudes. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.